Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today, we're talking about pinion juniper removals and mule deer. Not too long ago, I had the opportunity to go to a buffet. I normally choose not to go to them because they cost a dang much. But we had to go. So when I attended this buffet, I walked around to the different food groups. I gave up on the dessert. I didn't think my wife would let me eat that right off the bat. And I bypassed on the salad because, as John Pinette said, salad is a promissory note. Good food is about to come. I passed on the fried chicken, passed on uh, all the different other food groups, and I headed straight for the prime rib. Me and about 20 other of my closest friends all stood there waiting for that prime rib. And as the person sliced and the portions got, or the prime rib itself got smaller and smaller, the portions got smaller and smaller, and people became disgruntled and unhappy. And we all got our pieces, and we came back for another round, and they got even smaller and smaller. What does that have to do with today's topic? Well, after performing research, they found out mule deer have a preference. So, researchers looked at pinion juniper removals. They used these mechanical methods. Using the lop and scatter method, they distributed the pinion junipers in random areas. They had a small selection of the diameter tree they were removing and a general location. After performing the lop and scatter removal method, Researchers, as well as biologists, came in and net-gunned over 36 deer, taking a variety of samples. One of those samples was a fecal sample. And they analyzed the fecal sample to determine the diet. They had done captures previously, and they had looked at the diets before the removal, as well as during and after the removal. And they noticed something interesting. Before the removals, they had a wide range of plants and forbs and browses that they were just feeding on. Once that removal happened, the lop and scatter removal happened, they saw a decrease in the amount of diversity. Researchers looked into why there might be a reduction in diversity and noticed that when pinion juniper removals happen, there's an increase of water, which increases the amount of forbs and other grasses. Once bitter brush became more prevalent from the removals, deer started targeting that plant more specifically. It seems like they have a favorite one in mind. So just like me, targeting prime rib, when that is an option, as soon as you remove those pinion junipers, increase the amount of water and increase the amount of soil nutrients by doing the lop and scatter, then you get an increase in those forbs and grasses now I understand that removals are not always popular with the public. They get very upset because their scenery has been damaged. It just looks bad. But it's better on the deer. It's an increase in the forbs and grasses and all those things that are important for mule deer habitat. As well as it provides, uh, doing that lop and scatter provides cover for other species using it. And there's just a whole host of benefits from it. But what I found is very interesting is mule deer do have a preferred selection that ends up being bitter brush in this case. I don't know if it's going to be that way for 
every area maybe just like uh here in utah we like our green jello uh maybe somebody or deer in other parts like something different all right you guys stay wild have a great day